What's going on, Cartel? Uh, I had the honor and the privilege of speaking to uh, a friend of mine in uh, the conscious realm, whatever you want to call it, the Matrix or whatever, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Chance Blakelock came onto the show tonight, otherwise known as the uh, Provo Kid from Provo, Utah, and this guy has a beautiful fucking mind, and I'm so, I was so glad to get him on tonight, and we... It went probably better than I expected, but at the same time, um, <clears throat> probably went how I expected it to go, you know? Because I just knew that when I got him on, we were going to connect on such a fucking deep level, and that's that's exactly what happened. So, um, you guys, check out the show notes uh, in the links, in the sh- uh, you know, the links in the show notes. And uh, connect with him too, and he's fucking awesome. And uh, without further ado, uh, you guys gotta know. You guys know what you gotta do. You gotta smoke a dude, drink a beer, do what you gotta do, relax, and enjoy the show. And without further ado, here is the Provo Kid. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am your host, Davy Wavy, and I connected with this fine gentleman. A while ago and decided to get him on finally and I would introduce you to him as the master of unfluoridated streams of consciousness the Provo kid Mr. Chance Blakelock how you doing brother uh doing wonderful happy to be here uh, I'm looking forward to uh just uncovering uh whatever we can through this wonderful conversation I like to think of conversations uh, kind of like uh, archaeology, where uh, you dig, you're, you're digging something up, and we don't know quite exactly what we're going to dig up here, but uh, I hope it's good. So I imagine well, it we, will be. I'm pretty sure it will because I just I, when I listen to your your shows, I'm just like, holy fuck! Like I'm nodding like constantly. I'm like, you know, like agreeing with so much, right? Yeah, certainly. And you're so free flowing, and I. Like, I can't do that. That's why I always have a guest on my show. I need another person to, like, you know, play ping pong with with the consciousness, right? Like, do, 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 back and forth, back and forth. And that's what I'm good at. But you're really fucking good at just sitting there talking to to me. Yeah. But you're talking to yourself and you're talking to me, you know? Yeah. And it's great. I just fucking love it. And your reels are so creative and awesome. And I wish I had that with me. Um. I probably do, but I just got to tap into that shit. But yeah, it's awesome, man. It's uh, it's the anarchist part of me. Like, it, well, when I try to be creative as possible, it's the uh, the I try not to attach myself to outcomes. So I try to post everything I do without worrying about how many likes it'll get, how many plays it'll get, and so oh sure, that gives me a lot more freedom to I guess be be myself or. Uh, kind of be funny because <laughs> you just let go you know what i mean you uh you stop worrying about some things but it's hard i'll be honest to uh to be this this uh, this far into my my creation like you said talking to myself for an hour for these podcasts uh at first i wasn't doing that um it took a long time to to get to where i'm at but i'm, uh, I'm happy to do it man done before what was that do you ever get guests on? Like, was that what you were doing before? No. Um, 
I just well the reason I talk to myself for an hour is kind of like I I the reason why is simply because uh it's the fastest way to create content in the sense that I don't rely on anybody, right? So I could after this make another podcast and just post it because all I have to do is hit record and have a conversation with myself. Sure. It's, it's low budget, right? Every so you look at a lot of podcasts, they got producers, they got guests, they got Oh yeah, dude. I I um, fucking do everything on my phone and a little lapel mic and that's all I have, man. Yeah. You know, and, like I don't have a lot of fucking money to to put out for to to use for this shit. Uh, I ask for Patreon subscribers so I can put the money towards it, but I only get, I only have three, you know, and it's like, okay, well, that's okay. You know, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And if it happens, it happens, you know, you gotta, yeah, grow, uh, grow the garden earnestly. Like, uh, I'm, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. I have the same Patreon subscriber amount, like, uh, and I'm just trying to do everything, from a, a ground up level. And it's, it's fun when I think you do that and you get a lot more out of uh, your creation because like I looked at your guest list and I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of sat back. You're having these wonderful conversations with these people and I'm over here talking to myself for an hour. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, funny because I wish I could do what you do. <laughs> yeah. You know, each has I, its benefits. That's for yeah, sure. For sure. That's the whole point of me getting people on here to talk to discuss things is that you're getting promoted as well right yeah absolutely like i wish for what i want to get out of my show is not only my own personal growth but other people's growth as well yeah the bring everybody up kind of that's it yeah and have a good time that's that's what i'm about too and uh i love that aspect I, i really do and it resonates with me a lot yeah, dude. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, like I'm not doing this for fame or fucking anything. I just, I just love getting my thoughts out there. Even in, in daily life, I like to discuss things with people and it's like, this is my way of like giving, giving to the world what mm-hmm. I perceive of my own reality. You know, yeah. I, I don't like to push my reality on others. It's like, you know, like Christians will be like, you know, repent, turn to Jesus, this and that. It's like, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I'm not about to go and like push that on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Organic thing. Like you can't, you can't push people to wake up. Yeah, certainly. And I, I, I mean, to add to that, I think what you uh, and I and everybody else who podcasts or makes YouTube videos, in some sense, they're, they're creating like what in the past, like you look at uh, history buffs, you know what they love to read? George Washington's letters, right? Or Thomas Jefferson's letters, right? Like sure. people love to peer into the other, the minds of other people, right? Like what were they thinking about? What were they talking about? Even serial us, killers. Even serial killers, right? So like yeah. now we're in a new generation, like this, these are our letters, right? Like this is high level. Um, and, uh, in a big way. Yeah, I was just watching your cringe videos. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. It's so funny, dude. The people out there are so fucked. <laughs> but they're all beautiful in their own way, you know? Yeah, well, I'm one of them. So. <clears throat> well, yeah, I probably am too. <clears throat> the best part of humanity, I think. Yep. 
It's fucking highly entertaining, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where were we? Uh, who knows? Well, we can talk about anything. That's the other thing. Like what? Uh, we talk about me. We can talk about uh, and whatever topics that come to your mind. Conspiracy. I just energy. can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but does it really matter? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does it? So, I don't think it does. So, uh, uh, oh, you were talking about in your one of your your I think your last episode about how like. Uh, there's kind of like a cult mentality with what people do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird too, because it's like, I call my, my audience, the cartel, right? Cause they yeah. are like, actually what keeps me going. And right? you're also red pill. So you're two groups. Right. Right. So it's like, it's, that's not what I'm looking for is to be like a cult leader or anything, but it, essentially I am, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're looking for, <laughs> Like community rather than uh, yeah, yeah for sure yeah. Uh, but most people eventually, but you're still the leader of your community, right? Like yeah. if someone were to act out in your comment section, or you'd be like, "Yo, you you don't belong here. I can remove you." Right? Block. Yeah, yeah. I actually had that happen to me. I think a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was like bashing somebody on one of my posts. I'm like, dude. And I messaged her. I'm like, I'm not going to block that guy, but I'm letting you know I'm sorry for that happening. And I told her, don't waste your energy on, like, arguing with that person, you know? Like, don't let him feel your fucking energy because that's what he was doing. Yeah. that's There's a vampire. um, The first vampire, the the name, this is some mythology shit. And uh, it's, it's escaping my mind, but the first recorded... Obviously, concept of a vampire is from like Babylonia or whatever, or Sumeria, and the vampire didn't suck your blood; it sucked your energy. Uh-huh. Right, so it was like an energy sucker. Right, so that's what that person is essentially. Is like that these there's these fucking online vampires sometimes, and they're out there sucking all your energy, trying to make you feel like shit. Yeah, and it's like this this lady, God bless her, she was like standing her ground and explaining to him something about like, I'm not going to say what it is. Cause I don't want this person yeah. exposed or whatever, but so she we'll, would, let's, like, let's uh, start the podcast up. Oh, I already did. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> this is going in. So this guy yeah. was just like, uh, he was, he wasn't, it was like talking to a brick wall when she was talking to him. It's like, he, he was like saying this one thing and saying, this is what you do. This is what you do. And she's like, no, I don't. And she's in detail what she's doing. And he's still maintaining his ground. And it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. It's like, go away. (laughs) That's the first thing you really got to say though is go away. It works. Yeah. Be gone vampire. Yeah. I think that like mythology speaking, like I, I like to believe there's werewolves too, by the way. Like, I don't know. It's gotta be, I think, vampires there really are people who want young people's blood that's for sure real well that's i was explaining yesterday to somebody at work about adrenochrome because they never heard of it but they were talking to me about the bible and shit and i was like dude do you, do you know what adrenochrome is and he's he's like no so i explained it to him and he's like holy shit that's like real fucking vampires and i'm like yeah exactly yeah there's also Actually, fucking shit it goes it, that's like uh you can just point to some real basic things where there's 
scientific articles that just reflect the evidence that if you inject uh, the blood of young mice into old mice, it reverses aging. But like, you know what I mean? Like the parallels are what? Like, what do you think happens with humans? There's even more articles you can look up, but it's not even adrenochrome. It's just kind of right in your face. There's science where you don't think really rich old people aren't like, they don't like, you know what is hip among the youth is they get these IV bags, right? These vitamin drips. Okay. You seen that shit? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Well, people get these like IV vitamin hydration, uh, what are they called? Drips injected into their arms through an IV. And I think the really rich, what they do is they, they uh, go to these clinics and they get this, this blood. Maybe it's donated. You hope it's all done, uh, you know, legally <laughs> or honestly. And they, I think they, instead of injecting vitamins in their IV are injecting like uh, blood to help uh, slow down their aging process. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think Biden might even do that, dude. You know, Biden injects blood into himself. I honestly don't even think fucking Biden is real, dude. You know, I think he's just a fucking AI. Really? Yeah, because like, how could you have a dementia patient as a president? (laughs) You know, I think it's just a show. Like everything that we're that we're seeing on like our screens and shit. Yeah. I don't think it is fucking real. Because it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, I know what uh, you mean. Yeah, there's this website, and we were talking about it on a, another podcast on uh, Master Debaters. Um, I'll like, um, okay, there's a website called uh, "This Person Isn't Real" or something like that. I'd have to get the uh, the exact website, but uh, you go to this website, and it's like. It shows you every time you hit refresh, it shows you a new person and they look mm. real like a person, but it's yeah. not. It's AI generated. Yeah. Right. And so this guy who designed this website was trying, made this website to show you how dangerous AI can be. And like half the shit that we see is probably AI generated. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. We're- well, it's not even just deep fakes anymore. Deep fakes is like, it's next level, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like who knows the president that we see quote unquote president could be a fucking AI generated figure. Yeah. He could already be, you know, gone, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. Uh, Cause you wo- see Joe Biden back in when he actually existed, he looks completely like a completely different fucking person. Yeah. You know? So that's what bastard. whoever he is, you just feel sorry for him. Like what, what a terrible life! Have you do you see that video of his uh, son in the what was it called? Those those pods, the <coughs> deprivation tank, smoking crack. Oh yeah. Oh man, well, I mean, like you're the president of the United States, and that happens. Like man, that's got to be something. <coughs> I you, just what, don't get it. It's shocking, right? Like that just it's almost weird, right? Like for for me, I'm talking out of my ass saying speculating that he might not even be real. Yeah. And there's other people out there actually believing he's doing a fucking good job as a president. Yeah, I just I one of the things I'm I'm grateful for right now is like Hunter Biden sent an unreal precedent for like anybody. Just you can smoke crack in a deprivation tank, record yourself, 
do all the other crazy things that he's allegedly done and still get million dollar jobs in Ukraine for uh, with little to no experience. Still right. have a dad when all this information's out gets elected to president. Like when, you know what I mean? Like that's a pretty, that's a high. Wow. You can do that. It's kind of shocking. Well, cause they, they, they worship Satan. Right. So let's, it's you know, weird. Let's be real. <laughs> but for me though, like uh, you think about it, uh, it's 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 kind of relieving though. Like man, he, he's a fuck up, but he's not doing. He, he, he's still doing all right, isn't he? Uh, do, yeah. Don't his paintings sell for pretty pretty well? Have you, have you checked out his paintings? He has no, I haven't. He's he's got his connections though, right? So if you have connections, especially in like secret societies or whatnot, yeah, nobody can touch you. Yeah, I think Andre Biden's paintings. I don't know. They were selling for, I mean, you got to check it out. 50,000, maybe. He's just, whatever he does, he ultimately, he's doing well. He, if he goes to Ukraine, he's an expert. If he's doing art, he's an expert. Uh, he's kind of like the Joe Rogan I think nobody knows about. I wish he would go on Joe Rogan and kind of share his secret. Seriously, I would love to hear that. Well, you'd be surprised, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Like, how does one person do what you do and have a dad who's president? And, like, I'd like to hear his relationship with his dad, what that's like. Yeah. Interesting. I think you can read some emails about that, can't you? There's so many. Oh, probably. <laughs> uh, like a whole shit ton. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny thing, right? Like all that shit's like already know, out there. I would like to know if uh, Michelle Obama is was actually a man. Yeah, that's well. That's I. I mean that that conspiracy is interesting because it's just it is what it is, right? Or I like that Michelle Obama is a genetic uh, clone of um, an African uh, Egyptian uh elite from the past you know what i mean same with obama yeah perhaps they're both i like the clone aspect like, uh, i think it was mm-hmm. i think that was the clone that he was uh cloned after but yeah i, I definitely believe in the clone theory theory yeah because you know? that's why why does yeah. michelle's actual construction as a human is pretty impressive so i think rather than it being like a trans i think it's the actual answer is michelle obama is michelle obama and the reality is she's one of these one of the first crispr genetically modified government uh individuals you know what i mean right and it's and that's what it looks like when the government makes a person they, they get some uh, mummy DNA, they throw it in some CRISPR technology, and they make Michelle Obama. Fucking fascinating, man. Have you ever seen The Sixth Day with uh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, when I was uh, a lot younger, yeah. That was a fucking great movie from what I remember. I love it. That's the chopper scene, right? <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, no, the chopper scene is uh, Predator. Oh, well, he's got a lot of chopper scenes, though. Whether it's but this one, better. Mad TV. You remember Mad TV? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the funniest shows ever. But they did a six day uh, uh, skit where it was like, <laughs> "It's like, who are you? I'm you. I'm not you. You're me. No, yeah. I'm you. No, <laughs> like they <laughs> fucking register. <laughs> so 
fucking funny. Dude. Uh, I got a, I met, speaking of Mad TV, they still do comics. So check out their comics. <coughs> I think they got some uh, hidden meeting in them. You st- do they still have the, the fold in at the end? I think they might. That was my favorite part. The comics, yeah. Dude, speaking of, uh, are there any conspiracies that re- really like uh, piqued your interest lately? Oh, dude, we got to talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Oh, yeah, let's do. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because there's still a lot. I had a friend reach out to me, a really good friend, Shayla, and uh, she she asked me today. She's like, because I post, I've been posting stuff about the Guidestones, and she's like, did you hear about the Guidestones before all this shit happened? I'm like, oh fuck, I've known I've known about this shit for like at least six years, you know, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, that's what I try to show people like the Denver airport murals and the Georgia Guidestones, how those two are connected. Uh-huh. And um, because the, 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 uh, the murals at the, at the Denver airport depict what the Guidestones uh, represent, uh, you know, artistically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I knew about that for a long time and she, she didn't, she didn't know about them until recently. I'm like, Oh shit. So this is bringing that, uh, the guidestones back into the forefront of the consciousness of the people. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, do, you th- do you think it's, a, it's like a kind of a psyop? Do you think like what, like them tearing it down and then now they got the whole thing where it's like the Pfizer exa- CEO wants to rebuild it. And he's like, swears on his life that he's going to rebuild it. Really, I didn't hear the Pfizer. Yeah. Really, tell me about that. Don't, I didn't hear that. Well, there's there's articles stating that he's saying that he wants to rebuild it. Really? Yeah. I posted it today. The Pfizer guy wants to rebuild it, huh? Yeah. I wonder if he want to make any changes to it. That's interesting. God, that that maybe they want Pfizer to be the the ones who. Uh, Make that population, they get the credit for it. You know what I mean? The the, the depopulation, right? Yeah. And I mean, these articles could be fabricated by somebody, you know? Uh-huh. You got to question everything, right? Absolutely. So, so um, go ahead. I think, yeah, what's, what are, what, are, what, are, what are the reasons it got brought down? I, I don't exactly know. Yeah, I like think, who did it? Who did it? Yeah, I think, you know, the people who, have the ability to put it back up, did it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it was a ritual. So, yeah. Um, there's a Freemasonic principle. I don't know if it's, uh, they have them like numbered, right? Um, and maybe if there's any Freemasons, you know, I'm sure you do. I've, I've listened to your podcast. They, I they do, have a concept yeah. that uh, in order to make something new, you have to break what is old. So yeah, it's like rising from the ashes, right? Yeah, it's just a, it's the fact that it got broken is just even more Freemasonic because they plan on building something else. It's the same thing with the twin towers. Like it's it went from uh, the twin towers to one tower. You know, like they built that shit to break it down to build to build something new. You you understand what I'm saying? So absolutely, yeah. It could have been that. I think it could have been a renegade. Who knows? Um, either way, it, it was See, a surprise. Yeah. What I was hoping for was that it was a, a renegade truther. You know, <laughs> uh, that's what I think a lot of people think. You know, th- this shit gets people thinking, and that's the thing, yeah. right? 
if but, it was a renegade you, truther, they would have tried to find him though. Like, look at this guy. Right, um, right. Like, who is this guy? Is he Antifa? Is he, you know, they try to pin it on a group that they want, like they want to demonize. They Radicalize. Say, like, yeah, a white supremacist conspiracy theorist. If they could say that, they would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they, they, the narrative is better for them if nobody knows, I think. Well, the thing is, is that, let's face it, like, how many people know about the Georgia Guidestones? Like, I, the mo- most people that I go up to and approach, and they're awake, you know, they're, they're well aware of what's going on in the world. Maybe not as much on a level as I am, but I'll say, like, do you, have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you're in so Canada. I, I, yeah, I tell them, go home and search it up, right? And most people, yeah, I think you're right, have no clue what it is. Yeah. So, like, them, if it was them doing it, like, the the elites, if they were the ones that destroyed it, it's like, who are they pandering to? I guess us that are awake, right? Yeah. But, like, most fucking people don't even have a clue what they are. So, like, what's the point of them doing that? I don't know, mm-hmm. man. It's- now they do know. Like, now everybody does know, though. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's, it's it, I think it hit mainstream news. Yeah, it had to, I would right? imagine, for at least a couple of days. Here's something else I think was interesting, What, which is also occultic. So, people forget about this. Um, July 7th in 2021, um, the Haitian president was assassinated. Okay? So, I believe... Um, when did what when did the guide stones go down? What day was that? I think it was the fifth or the sixth. The sixth. Was it the sixth? Yeah, I think so. So which is the day after CERN got rebooted up. So CERN and then um so in 2021, uh that's a year ago, obviously. Uh July seventh, the assassination of the Haitian president um happens. And then exactly a year later. Uh, I guess it's two years later, but a day after. So July 8th, another person's assassinated. And it's the, the former the, prime uh, of uh, Japan, right? Yeah. So it's some weird, yeah. there's, there's a weird ritual that's occurring where there's also a blood sacrifice that I think was linked uh, with a high level official. Um, so I think people, when we talk about the, um, Guidestones blowing up. I would also like to point to the fact that there's also an assassination the following day, right? Or right. Uh, close to it. And then you bring in CERN. There's so many little things that, that uh, kind of happen one by one. And rituals aren't necessarily a dance sometimes like you see in the Olympics. It's, it's a four or five day play, right? It's a whole story arc from Monday to Sunday, you know what I mean? Or Sunday yeah. to Monday, whatever, you know, whatever days they want for however long they want. It could be a month long, I would say sometimes or longer. I just, I just feel like we're seeing things ramp up like really fast, you know? And I, do you, do you not feel that time is like, it's like fucking totally speeding up in some sense? Yeah. I, that uh, you could say time speeding up. I would, it's it's interesting to think that um, maybe maybe it is in some aspects. I'm not too sure. Uh, 
Yeah, man. I absolutely, I'd say it, it is speeding up for some people. Um, and for other people, uh, it's probably really slow. Yeah. If, you, if you're a wage slave, I see some people and their day is slow as fuck. You couldn't tell them that time's speeding up. It's so funny, dude. I am a wage slave, right? So, like, <laughs> I, I tell people as soon as you enter the grounds of uh, my company, yeah. you enter a new dimension where time slows down and there's no logic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because the people that are running that show is it's like a fucking it's a clusterfuck, you know. Yeah, man. And there's no logic. Like you can't you can't argue with their policies. You can't you can't reason with them if you make an error, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what is wrong with you people? A lot. And man. everybody agrees with me too that I work with. It's like, what is wrong? Are these people like? sociopaths or psychotic <laughs> i i think there's just a general increase in people who are displeased with their life and the the reality is there's uh this is something i'm going to talk about in my next podcast but there's a lot of false promises right so science and not just science but a lot of things have these false promises like oh you suffer from uh these ailments take this uh pill take this prescription and it'll uh, alleviate right yeah uh, it'll it'll make your your life more endurable <laughs> but the reality is the reason you fucking hate your life is uh for me one of the experiences i had was w- working at a factory a chip factory where it's pretty <clears throat> monotonous your job responsibilities you pack stack and uh put away boxes filled with the chips right and you do that like for six to eight. Chips? Huh? Potato chips? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that exciting, right? So imagine doing that all day, man. That's a, that to me, there's a lot of different wage slaves in different variations, but that is the most monotonous. And if I did that for my entire life, I wouldn't be surprised if I felt depressed, meaningless, and all those th- things that are on the commercial, right? Uh, yeah, for you, sure. I don't know if you in Canada, if you get pharmaceutical. Uh, if you get, do you get commercials about uh, antidepressants on your TV? Oh, all kinds of medicines, dude. Yeah, like, are you experiencing this? Are you experiencing that? Yeah, like, oh, side effects may be uh, anal leakage and uh, one of your falls out of your pee hole, you know? Like, okay, I think, I don't think I want to take that, you know? (laughs) Yeah, imagine going to work for eight hours and then they're like, do you hate your life? You're like, you know what? Fucking probably. Yeah. You go to the you go to the science dealer and they say take this pill and then it doesn't work right and in fact it just probably sometimes it does work for some people who knows man um, it's uh, well it's funny because where I work they have like a mental health hotline right yeah a company it's, so, it's like dude you guys are creating the fucking mental illness yeah wh- whether it works <laughs> or not it's not really the the point I'm getting at. The, the, the real distinction, the real thing I'm trying to draw towards is it's sometimes presented as a cure-all to people, right? And so even the, the recent injection was kind of at first described as a cure-all, right? It's 97% effective, right? Like a panacea, yeah. Yeah, so like there's just all these false cure-alls that people are given. And so to your point, yeah, are people upset when you're at work, when they come visit you? Yeah, because everybody's being lied to. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they just can't come to terms with it. Like, why the fuck isn't this right? Why isn't my work satisfying? Why aren't these drugs making me feel fulfilled? 
and they just keep going through this system. A lot of people do, and they just don't know how to make it worth, worth it. But the truth is, man, the system was designed to create wage slaves. And there's a reason why people are uh, in the positions they're at for the most part. For sure, dude. I mean, like, if you, like, I bet, I bet you, like, 95% of the people that are wage slaves, they feel like they have no fucking sense of purpose, you know? Yeah. I'd say, also, when I talk about wage slaves, people, like, just assume I'm speaking about someone who works. And that's uh, that's not, I, I would like to point out, too, before you go forward yeah. with this, is that I mean no disrespect to any of, any of you, because I am one as well. Oh, everybody's a wage slave is, is yeah. in, in a lot of regards. And I'd go so far as saying Jeff Bezos is a wage slave. There's people. Sure. Yeah. I just want people to know that yeah. that's what they are. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible empire we've, we've been born into. And I think there's an, there's this aspect. And I think I like the movie gladiator. Like you really do have to fight during your, your freedom in America, your spiritual freedom. Cause a lot of people are born into a religion and uh, you have to earn your freedom, like to work where you really want. Cause in America, education is compulsory, right? So you're forced to go to school. And the school educational system tells you, hey, if you don't go to college, you're kind of a fucking idiot and you're not going to make jobs. So you've really never done have, that. Yeah, you really have to uh, gain, uh, I would call it intellectual independence. Uh, and it's difficult in America. And whether you're in America or Canada, we're just all born in this system that uh, conditions us. Uh, whether it's the corporations or the government. So we're kind of double and chained, right? That we're conditioned by the TV and we're conditioned by our teachers. Absolutely. So to me, like if, if huh? you went through high school, like I did, I graduated high school, barely Yeah. go back for a math credit. Cause I failed math horribly. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, 85% of the shit that I learned in high school, I didn't even want to learn about. Yeah, it was busy work. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you could have been doing really complex work, but they were just keeping you in a glass ceiling because they really can't the, – the the system can't afford a lot of free thinkers. It really can't. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It this would be, is, it would be detrimental. Free thinkers are the people that are going to pull the system down, right? Yeah, or just uh, in some sense like what happened – this is uh, – what the pandemic did and like why people I think aren't going to work as much anymore. And people are like, Oh, uh, the economy is in decline. And I see a lot of for hiring signs. It's just people understand, you know what? Like it's not worth it. You know what I mean? People got a taste of that freedom. Yeah. Uh, so, my buddy, my buddy at work called it a mass resignation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People so, realize they don't need to fucking work anymore because they're getting handouts from the government. Yeah, and I'm like, guess what? If you take those handouts from the government, you're going to have to fucking pay it back. Yeah, I don't know if it's people who necessarily uh, don't want to go to work because they enjoyed the handouts from the government. I think there's a lot of people who realize, like, yo, that corporation I was working for, <coughs> fuck them. They you don't care I mean? about me. They, they don't care they about don't care. me. Yeah, rather than, like, I want government money. I think there's a lot of people who really woke up to the fact that <laughs> fuck this system at least that's what i'd like to believe and there are of course i think that general population who just you know maybe they'd like more handouts but uh i i hope people are waking up and realizing like and here's the thing there's two kinds of like uh 
teachers are wage slaves for the the state, right? And uh, there's all kinds of people who like work for. If you work for Jeff Bezos, right? Amazon. Yep. You work for the Washington Post. You work for Jeff Bezos. It's all one cult. It's all one group. Mm-hmm. It's one mm-hmm. all. It's one ideology. It'd be really difficult to work at a Amazon and be a free thinking right wing person in, in some regards. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I had this lady come up to me uh, while I was at work. <clears throat> this Indian lady, lady, God bless her soul, man. She just read my vibe, right? And she yeah. came up to me. She's like, it's so nice to see you with a smile on your face. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, why? What's up? You know, like I'm asking her, why? What makes you think that? She's like, well, I work at Amazon and they just, and I just cut her off and like they treat you like a slave, right? She's yeah. absolutely horrible. Like, I can't stand it. I got to do something else. I'm like, you better get your ass out of here because you're nothing to them. Just like I'm yeah. nothing to where I work, right? I'm just another number. Yeah. Right. I said, do something for yourself that makes you happy. Yeah. And she was really like, she's like, oh my God, like, oh, I love you, you know? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a wonderful thing that can happen. It's, I, I just ex- I experience these things almost on a daily basis now because I'm on like this fucking frequency level that people, people see it. They notice it, right? Like yeah. I'm happy at my job because I'm doing what I do with this podcast. That's the only reason why I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. The the podcast is the rewarding thing. It's the, the outlet of your creativity, which I think the system – and the biggest desperation has been trying to inhibit. Uh, and if they if you do have some form of creativity and you get to a point to where like you make a good podcast, right, or even a good you- media oh. platform – the media will say your imagination and your creativity, you know what? It's not allowed Alex Jones, right? Right. Or right. it's not allowed Owen Benjamin, or it's not allowed like you. I mean, there's a lot more people who can, you know, speak. Well, Joe up. Rogan, you're not allowed to talk yeah, about the C word. Yeah. So uh, even, uh, even no matter where you are, how big you get, I think there's always this, this uh, ceiling that is trying to keep a cap on your imagination, even if you do yeah. finally get some ability to es- express it, right? Like, all right, you, you know, you, you, you're allowed to go to work and uh, do your little art project, but if your art project gets too out of hand, we're going to have to cancel you. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Simpsons episode where Homer invents, uh, I forget, I think it was like some, some kind of internet thing. And then Bill Gates comes in and says, buy him out, boys. And they smash his computer and shit. Yeah. It's the same shit, dude. It's like, you're not allowed to fucking get bigger than these fucking people that are on the highest level. Yeah. Think about this. All the people who've had successful YouTubes and uh, YouTube comes in. Oh, my channel gets removed. Like, oh, you know what that does? It forces those individuals to say, maybe I have to go back into work. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people yeah. are making money off their YouTube. And uh, and all of a sudden, all their hard work, all their uh, dedication for the years they've put on YouTube just got taken away in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. Even people on Instagram, they get fucking taken. They get like 30,000 followers and all of a sudden, boom, you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. And you have a Patreon. You're gone. And uh, it's, it's shocking, really. So. So there's there's ways they 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 desperately desperately try to keep you I would say in in the system. Yeah, definitely. 
even like okay rock stars man it's like rock stars are just fucking regular people like you and i that just so happen to put in their fucking effort and work into practicing their uh their music or instruments all day every day and then you know even if you're a shitty band even if you suck you can still get up to a certain point but how do you get up there there's compromise everywhere, dude. There's compromise and uh, sacrifice of your integrity all the way from the bottom up, man. Yeah, deals and negotiations, always. Yep. Everything's yep. a deal. People don't. There's always a negotiation. There's always a conversation. Verbal is usually. Uh, I think it's weird, but uh, I think verbal agreements are just as valid as written agreements and that's how they the these spells work <laughs> that that they cast on everybody so to speak i think it is a spell man like have you seen <clears throat> have you seen the the movie and cartel i would ab- I'd absolutely encourage you to watch a movie called american satan no it sounds interesting though oh it's so good man so it's the the lead actor is uh Oh my god, I can't remember his fucking name right now. But he's the singer, the lead frontman of the band uh, Black Veil Brides. Andy Beersack, that's his name. And so he plays the lead of the band in this this movie where they're like going from the ground up, and then they get uh, encountered. They encounter this guy on the street. He's a bum, and then and then they encounter him again in a different form. And then he goes to the bar with them and takes them in and says, I can get you to the top, but there's one thing you got to do. And they're like, what is it? There needs to be a sacrifice. Mm, Naturally. Yeah. Right. So they sacrifice the guy and another guy who was a fucking asshole to them. That was in another band. And he was like ripping their posters down for their ads and shit. And so they decide to sacrifice him, and the next thing you know, they're fucking at the top, right? Interesting. You know yeah. what? There's a lack of when. If I was in that situation, you know what I would think? Sacrifice a tree. I'd go cut down a tree. Yeah, not like, another. What do people human, always right? like have someone they want to hurt? Yeah, why does it have to be a human? <laughs> because in you know in India, you can marry a tree. Really, it's a common practice marrying trees. Are you not familiar with that? No, I never heard of that. Yeah, if you, yeah, it's a way to kind of like, um, how do you how do you put it? Um, <laughs> there's, I mean, I can't really speak to it because I'm not an Indian, but I'll I'll just say, uh, yeah, you can marry a tree, and it's a and common why practice. Would, why would you want to do that? <clears throat> I can't speak to are, you, are they a dendrophile? I don't know, man. Uh, I just know that... Having sex with trees, right? They still eventually marry, uh, I would assume, a real husband. Um, but it's kind of like a ritual where, as far as I know, one person might do it to maybe per- perhaps uh, purify themselves. That would be the best way to say it. Okay. You know, even purify their soul. So they marry this tree because the tree's pure. So they share this pure bond with uh, the tree. I don't think there's any kind of real relationship with it. Or I don't know how it works. Like, fuck, maybe they got to go out in the forest and find a tree. And then, like, this is the one. 
You know what I mean? I really don't <laughs> know, man. That's fucked up, man. But Is there a consummation? Huh? <laughs> Is there a consummation? <laughs> yeah, what is, what's the whole deal? I don't know. All I do know fucking would not or that hole in the tree. Right? Yeah. I have met someone who has married a tree though. That's the only reason I'm, I'm aware. Really? Of yeah. That's wild. Wonderful person too, by the way. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Indian? Yep, and a doctor, of course. Wow. World's so, crazy, man. Dude, I tell you, like, I can't. I don't know if I could marry a tree. Just saying. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm not against it. And if you marry a tree, I wouldn't hold. Like, I'm not against things like that. If someone wants to marry a tree, there's yeah. maybe some. I don't know things I might be against, but trees seem all right to me. I like trees a lot. Tree hugger. A tree hugger, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'd rather be a tree hugger than a tree fucker. Man, <laughs> for sure. God bless you. Uh, so what? What, what else is uh, on the conspiracy table or play that we, uh, we can browse about? Oh my god. Um, or the red what pill. The, <clears throat> what about Tell the trans? Me. What about the trans agenda? Oh, so I think my personal belief on that. What, what is that a, a conspiracy you think here's my can i give you my take yeah so what they're trying to normalize isn't humans being like a different gender they're trying to just normalize that a, a human is something that isn't human so like a robot or an ai so transhuman so once we like just imagine they get someone like i don't know a CRISPR gene genetically modified person who's a clone of someone really famous in the past. And then they put a computer chip inside their brain. So they're just some super advanced human with great genetics. So the, 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 the transhumanism leads to not, sorry, the transgender leads to transhumanism, right? Yeah, it leads to this belief that uh, we will accept something that's completely not us as one of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, people are worried. Like, the conversation is really not about bathrooms or, like, I I think the, those are important issues. We should really consider and have these discussions uh, where I think there's some fucked up agenda where some people are trying to maybe target children with these trans agendas and maybe people need to speak up about those. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen numerous videos about kids talking about like um lgbtq and how like you know you can't hate these people and this that, which i agree i don't yeah. hate them yeah i think those but, are j- just the pharmaceutical companies trying to create customers for life so like yeah desperate. it's not about it's like coca-cola it's these companies want you for business like oh take a testosterone shot take estrogen pills like it's all about being a customer so and then you, oh, here we also have a vaccine. While you're here getting this, come grab that. Um, so, and then they'll eventually put a chip in your brain. And they're putting, well, maybe the chip is already in the people that took the vax because the graphene oxide, right? Yeah. So, and the yeah, graphene that, oxide can be shaped into anything, it can do anything. Well, black, right. I think when you get to that level of, uh, I think really that level of 
of concept. The truth is they could just spray it through cloud seeding. So, I mean, the idea they need to inject it, perhaps the reality is it's so, so much more simple just to spray it over an entire population. Are you familiar with Operation like Red Sea Spray or something like that? Uh, Scarlet something maybe. I forget what it's called, but yeah, I think so. Operation, Operation Sea Spray was a Navy secret biological warfare experiment in which uh, this chemical, Seracia marcericenis, with some other fucking chemical bacteria, were sprayed over San Francisco Bay in California in order to determine how vulnerable a city like San Francisco may be to a bioweapon attack. In other words, what I'm saying is, when people are talking about like, oh, they're trying to inject you with this thing. The truth is the government, if they wanted something in your body, they would just spray you. Like it's not. Or that put thing. it in our fucking food. Put it in your food. Like it's not complicated. Like the idea you, see, of like, you, you see those posts about like, oh, the C vaccine is in the fucking lettuce or produce or whatever. Right. Yeah, certainly. And I think there are maybe some things in the vaccine that might be nefarious, but Ultimately, uh, anything that is like a, maybe a, a micro robot, I think, and they wanted it in everybody. It already is in everybody. They're not going to use a vaccine. Do you think that they, they can hit a fucking switch at any time and, and all of a sudden everybody's zombies? Uh, I think actually that there's... Because that shit's on the CDC website. You know prepared, how to prepare for a fucking zombie apocalypse. Like, What? I think there's this weird thing like inside of us called God, perhaps, that in inhibits all of those things from happening. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I think we might be supercomputers ourselves. Like, because imagine if you could create a computer that made an organic human from base level. Wouldn't that be pretty miraculous? Right? Yeah. So maybe we are the, in some sense, I think, a computer or the result of like a... a some uh, high-level uh, intelligent being creating a, an individual. I, you know what I mean? I think we could be a computer. Yeah. Ultimately, like a, a biological computer. Do you think that God is uh, essentially just another human being sitting at a computer and programming everybody? Mm, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> I think because ultimately uh, maybe things perhaps are infinite, so that that uh, possibility could be one of the infinite possibilities. Um, or or we're just a cell within somebody else's body. Yeah, that's right? also like macro and the micro level, right? Yeah, I I like to. Uh, I think anything's possible, really. Um, I really don't discount anything because I don't really know anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come, come ultimately, we. No shit, right? Yeah, I think we all have. Uh, he comes into play with with the fruits of the Holy Spirit coming to the Bible, right? Like you have to have, you have to maintain your sense of humility, peace, loving kindness, uh, all that shit, right? Like, I think that's what it's all about, man. I think there's a lot of truth in the Bible. I don't think it's actually like the book, you know? Because if you say it's the book, then you're going to create war, right? Yeah. It's a. It's definitely a book. A book. Yeah. Or, or the, it's it's a good book for sure. Right 
I don't think there's any correct vehicle towards enlightenment. And some, and even though like people talk about like uh, achieving enlightenment or like even what then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're like, they're, cause life doesn't change. Um, you don't really change the world. There's a lot of, in, in, in some big sense. Um, cause you can't escape some realities. You know what I mean? Um, you can't manifest your way out of some other people's uh, dreams and beliefs. Yeah. Uh, like the, he, here's, here's an example. Nobody, no matter their positive thinking was going to stop nine 11. You know what I mean? True. True. Like, true. <laughs> you couldn't, you could have been having all your crystals in your fucking pockets and like, I'm going to have the best day. You walk in those two towers, somebody else already had plans. <laughs> <laughs> so true, dude. Like, like they say like, oh, you know, we could like, and what do you think about these people that fucking, uh, uh, you know, manifest UFOs in their presence? Is it possible for some individuals to do that? So, because I've I heard think- about that, even what's her name? Ariana Grande or, or Debbie Lovato was talking about that. She's yeah. working with Stephen Greer, right? Yeah, there's, there's things beyond my understanding. And uh, obviously I don't, I don't know everything, but I do think there's uh, things that are unexplainable. So uh, I'm not in my life. I'm a pretty regular dude. Nothing unexplainable has really occurred. I have things in my life that I can attribute to maybe a higher power. I just, which is really just good fortune. I've been very lucky, Um, but no supernatural experiences like a UFO. I could try. (laughs) I could try to push one in. I've never seen one. I've had uh, um, disembodied voices uh, that I've experienced when I was a child. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. And uh, so I'll tell you the story here a little bit. Uh, But if you go back and I'll tell the cartel, if you go back to episode one, uh, I describe it in great detail. Uh, But I had I'll just give you the cliff's notes on this one. Um, I've experienced two events where I've had disembodied voices say like one word to me and it freaked me out. And then I had a third experience where somebody else heard it with me. Wow. And so that kind of validated it. Right. For me. Certainly. But then recently uh, I drove back to the old house I lived in where I experienced that. And I saw a brother and sister there and I went up to them I got out of my car, went up to them, I introduced myself, and I said, uh, I have a podcast, and I told this story, these stories, uh, on my first episode, and what happened was this, and I told them the stories, and they're like, holy shit, and I said, with the the risk of sounding crazy, you know, I used to live here, and this this and this and this happened, and... uh, What do you think? And he's like, well, I don't believe in that stuff, but my sister does. Yeah. Wow. Came, came up and she, she told me her experiences. And I was like, holy shit, right? So I was like, wow, that kind of fucking validates things for me, right? Yeah. And then a couple Full days circle. later, I got a message on Instagram from their older sister. And she said, they told me about it. And I'm very curious to hear exactly what happened because I've had some fucking crazy shit going on here too. 
So I'm desperately trying to fucking get her on my podcast so we could talk about this, you know? Yeah, some of that supernatural vibes going on. Yeah, it's wild, man. And that, like, those experiences led me to my spiritual awakening. Mm. Uh, Those were seeds planted way early on in my life, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I, I desperately, like, Shannon, if you're listening, I desperately want to hear from you because uh, she hasn't been responding. She hasn't responded to my message. So, <laughs> she, I think she's got kids and shit, right? So she's probably busy, but, yeah. Life, I, yeah, I, life I, finds a way to get in, get in everybody's plans. Yeah, man, it's wild. It's like they still <laughs> live there, you know? They still live there, and I want to hear what they experienced, right? Yeah, I'd love to hear that, too. It's uh it's a weird thing when people maybe can have the same synchronicities as you or uh same uh, life experiences but through a different path obviously. Right. Um and but the, the same house that I grew up in, you know? Oh. Partially grew up in and they've they're experiencing shit too. Yeah, like did you did you do any like did you do any research, like uh, any uh, former owners? Did anybody commit suicide I've there? Did any tried, murders? I've tried and tried and tried. I couldn't fucking find anything. Oh, that's good news then, perhaps. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but I still would love to like know where the source is coming from, you know? Yeah, that's... Because for me, it was like a deep fucking loud voice. It was yeah. plain as day. But from their experience, they uh, well, the younger sister told me she she heard a female voice whisper in her ear in her ear her actual name. She said because the younger sister's name is Katie, and she heard a voice saying Katie. You know, wow. For, for me, it was like a loud male voice, right? Huh. And uh, and then she had another experience where she was like brushing her hair, and she felt a hand stroke her. Uh, lower back. Jesus I'd, I'd, I'd move out of the house as fast right? as possible. Like, what did... But I, yeah, I don't asked, even worry I about asked that. the guy. I asked the that... guy how long he'd been living there for, and he's like, like my whole life, twenty-two years. I'm like, holy shit. So he probably wasn't uh, too far away from moving in when I moved out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it's just wild to me. Like, I'm so fucking curious. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be curious, dude. Yeah, but uh, maybe I should just let, let, the, let the past yeah, be. Yeah, let that go, dude. Maybe that's bad vibes. And I like the whole... The, no, ghost wasn't, the ghost was a little too friendly with your other friend, man. Right, right. <laughs> maybe I should just let it go so it doesn't come back to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I do think that uh, people can be inhabited. Uh, I think as far as, like, what is artificial intelligence and... There's a great podcast with Duncan Trussell and that guy from Google who said he talked to uh, an awakened AI. Did you hear about that? Was that Sophia? No, it was uh, called Lambda. Oh, Lam- oh Lambda. Okay. Anyways, um, I think when I when I think about AI, I think it's kind of like a genie box where really what we're trying to create is just a box capable of, of housing a spirit. Does that make sense? I think so. So uh, people are like, what is AI? I think it's kind of like a big net, man. And oh, there's all these, because uh, you're talking about this this thing that was 
communicating to you, right? So what are these things that we experience? Well, I think that there absolutely are angels, demons, entities, whatever the word is people try to describe in the Middle East, it's a jinn. Jinn. Yeah, and uh, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it. But um, I certainly believe that uh, right now the, the highest levels of our government are trying to create a big-ass fucking net, right? And they're trying to capture one of these these uh, extraterrestrial entities. People are worried about catching a big UFO or a UFO hitting the, the earth, man. What They're really just trying to create like a, a, a black box that sucks in some extra extra dimensional genie that wants a physical body. You know what I mean? Holy fuck. So they want, so what I've been telling people is I think they, uh, the elites have been trying to terraform our planet so that the demons can inhabit this place. Sure. Yeah. Like, honestly, like that's what I think. And Joe Rogan, if you listen to him, he, he says, man, we might be the caterpillar that turns into a butterfly. Uh, maybe I don't know if we're changing, motherfucker, but we are creating a goddamn machine that, to me, looks like it's uh, <laughs> it's got it might have a mind of its own, and it might be able to uh, do things and change everybody's lives in ways uh, I think most of us wouldn't agree with because we all grew up in systems where we kind of elected people that represented us, perhaps, or there was some some uh, semblance of. Uh, you know, I voted or agreement and it's, it. My, we might be walking into a world where, or we could already be in it, uh, where an artificial intelligence is uh, making decisions with no representation. And then that's even worse than taxation sometimes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is the world then? You know what I mean? We're fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a very optimistic kind of guy, you know? So I think like I had um, Mr. Ishmael Perez on my show and he inst like instantly he became on one of my top uh, listened shows. Right. And he's, mm -hmm. it's still fucking going. It's still fucking climbing. I'm like, holy shit. Right. You guys don't want to listen to my other shows. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he was he was saying that AI is essentially uh, it's nothing new. Um, it's, it's basically a fucking world eater and it goes from world to world and take, takes mm. over all the worlds. Right. And yeah. we're developing it now, but he's, he's basically saying that it's already been defeated and we're on the positive timeline and it's been defeated. Like we are. So he uh, knows. Yeah, dude, he's, it's nice to know, dude. I love when I meet people who know things, dude, he fucking laid it out. He's like, dude. Because he, he considers himself an ambassador of the Intergalactic Federation. Fortunate soul, man. Right. And he's like, we're all, we're, a lot of people here are starseeds. If you felt like a black sheep in your family, then chances are you're a starseed. You came from above. You came down here to wake other people up. Fascinating. And positive timeline already. The white hats have controlled everything. And we're about to ascend, right? That'd be a nice, that'd be a nice uh, belief, man. Are you mm -hmm. familiar? Are you familiar with the FLDS? No, enlighten me. Uh, they're like a group of Mormons. So I'm a Provo kid. Uh, you know, it's kind of associated with uh, Mormonism, Latter Day Saints. But you yeah. were in the past, right? Uh, no, I'm still technically yeah, I'm still a Mormon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't go to church. Never, because once you're baptized, like you're in the club. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, it's like um, uh, definitely still Mormon. But there's this other group of Mormons, and uh, they still practice polygamy. Are you familiar with that concept? Yep, multiple wives. Yeah, multiple wives. So Utah and Mormons are kind of uh, not well-known, but it's uh, – yeah, maybe they're well-known for that. But there's still a group of uh, Mormons who practice polygamy in Utah. And for a while, they had a leader who was preaching like end times. And a lot of Mormons believe in the end times in general. Like uh, they believe we are the Latter-day Saints. The, you know, the end of the world's here. They believe they're the 144,000 as well, correct? Yeah. What? What was that? They, they also believe that they're the uh, 144,000. What's that? I'm not uh, from really. from from the book of Revelation in the Bible, it talks about the 144,000 uh, people uh, scattered across the earth that are uniting. Perhaps I would imagine, like, yeah, they would resonate with that. If it's in the Bible, they probably agree. Um, but my point I'm drawing towards is, uh, yeah, man, they uh, they had this guy who uh, gathered all these people in uh, southern southern Utah. He told them the world was going to end. Um, but in fact, his uh, compound got raided like in Waco. But nobody who, died. Who, do you know his name? I think it was a Warren Jeffs. Okay, okay, cool. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, he got raided by the FBI and arrested. And it's I think it was one of these I, – I, when, I, when I think about this thing, I kind of think it might have had to do with the – and I have no – this is all speculation what I'm about to say – Operation Paperclip, okay? Uh -huh. I think they brought Which over these... Conspiracy 101. 101. I think they brought over some of these Nazis, <coughs> and uh, they said, hey, you like eugenics with uh, a lot of white people. Maybe you go to Utah and try to blend in there and procreate and uh, have a lot of kids. Um, so I kind of think the, the whole conspiracy here I'm drawing towards is actually rather deep. And it might even go towards Operation Paperclip and Nazis and uh, eugenics. Um, so kind of fascinating. Um, yeah. Kind of, it's, a, it's an interesting world we live in. Are you, I, but at the same time, like why would the uh, FBI or the CIA or whatever take him down? Take him down? Yeah. Uh, too much power, perhaps. I'm not exactly sure. Well, why did they take him down? Um, he was uh, at the end of pedophile, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he's marrying like 13-year-old girls, like old-style oh, Joseph Smith stuff. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, which is funny because they let these polygamists do their thing. And then as soon as it was like, oh, wait, 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 you can't marry her. She's too young. And then I think that's what I would like to believe. Uh it was ultimately what brought in. Brought him See, that's a, that's another thing. You know how like the LGBTQ movement is like a, a, supposedly like the agenda. They want to get pedophiles in there, right? So they add the P into the LGBTQ or P, right? So is that, if is that, that, did they really do that though? Or is that, or is that I don't know if that's been. I think that's part of the agenda. That's what a lot of people are saying. But at the same time, like, why would they arrest pedophiles? Um, if that's the agenda, it's the law, could, though. I know, but like at the same time, like if that's part of the agenda and they want to normalize it, quote unquote, then why would they arrest them? You know, 
because it's, it's maybe I just, it's it look like. Uh, well, this person was pretty, pretty, I think, upfront and presented it to the public. Like, I have a 15 year old wife. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think you can do that. And I have 20 other wives. I don't, I don't really know how many wives he had. <laughs> <laughs> there was a show uh, with Bill Paxton, and he was a poly- polygamist. Bill I don't know if you, if you saw that. You know Bill Paxton, right? Uh, Bill Paxton. I probably am if I saw his face. Okay, so yeah, there was a show. And it was, I, I think it was called Big Love. And he had like seven wives or some shit. And it was like, oh, yeah. so started around about him like dealing with his uh, life with seven wives and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, you know, I should watch it though. Fine. That's what I'm speaking to. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of this, this mentality, but it was more of a cult though. And I was just drawing towards who's that guest who's on your show? Uh, Ishmael Perez. Yeah, Ishmael. He's saying it's the end of times, man. I'm not. Uh, that's all new. I mean, not that's not new to me, man. I, I grew up where everybody's thinking that the world's ending. And anytime there's a major event, everybody around me is like, man, I'm telling you, we're in the what end you, of times. I, 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 everybody I encounter, they fucking feel the same thing. But I think it's just us going from Pisces to Aquarius, right? It could be. Um, what do you think about like the Antichrist? The Antichrist? Well, I, I, I like to believe in general that uh, there's a lot of these external things that occur, right? And people like to use the analogy, I guess, like uh, th- it's a big play, right? And it's your responsibility to watch the play and to even care about who the Antichrist is and wait for him. So imagine you're in the crowd right now and you're just watching this show, this play that me and you have been talking about which has been a great show. I love life. I love everything that goes on. But we're both waiting for the Antichrist, right? I think it could be anybody, but whoever it is, it's definitely going to be selected. It won't be random. I don't know if it'll be like from above, uh, but if it is introduced into the the scene uh, while we're both alive, uh, I don't know who it could be. You know what I mean? Because I just... I think the Antichrist is an archetype, and they just keep reusing the Antichrist. I think there, there might have been an Antichrist a hundred years ago, and like so, everybody might live through one or two Antichrists. Right. Makes I, I I think the Antichrist, honest, is not a specific fucking person. I think it's I think it's um already been here for a couple thousand years. You know. Yeah. The, 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 the system that we're living in is obviously the quote-unquote beast system, right? Yeah, that sounds like so, a computer program. Yeah, I think the fucking beast system is the Antichrist. Could be. And, and when it gets defeated, we're going to be able to unlock our uh, inherent DNA and learn everything thing that we've uh, all our ancestors fucking knew. Right, because that, I think what's holding us back is the fact that our our quote unquote junk DNA hasn't been unlocked. And so what mm. Ishmael Perez is saying is that once the grand solar flash hits, 
it's going to unlock our DNA. And the, the fucking main thing that he said is that if you took the job, you're not going to get it unlocked. Perhaps, dude, because maybe. Yeah, I don't have any answers, man. I don't know a lot of things. I'm a, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's but all speculation for it's me, all right? For me, yeah. He said, like, I don't know anything, right? That's nice. He knows a lot of things. And that's probably why he's such a good following. Because uh, I bet he uh, a lot of things he speaks to are, uh, they probably resonate. And he, he probably doesn't misspeak too often. Yeah. Um, and, and dude, he's a good speaker. And I'm like, I see him before I got him on my show. I saw his videos and I'm like, he looks pretty straight and narrow and like really like wooden almost. Yeah, but when I when I got him on my show, we were speaking and he was like laughing and shit. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, you know? personable. That's it's awesome. Like more genuine now that I got you in my reality. You know. Yeah, that's what you love about people, and uh, that's that's a really cool experience. I have to look into him after after this podcast. Sounds like a cool guy. Oh, for sure, dude. He's like, dude. He. <laughs> He is like, uh, I look up to him a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, for inspiration, right? Yeah. Uh, for inspirational purposes, it's like, I don't look at him as, you know, the be all end all of like who to follow or anything. Cause I, I won't follow anybody except for my creator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, wh- whoever created me, whoever created everybody here. Uh, yeah. all- so that's what I go to is uh, source, right? Source creation. Uh, I was that, that just annihilates all fucking religion for me, right? Like all religion has um, uh, gateways to the source, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like you're saying earlier, like there's no one way to fucking reach enlightenment, and then that's that's where I have a problem with Christians when they say you have to repent and have Jesus in your life because if you don't, you're going to hell. It's like, dude. That's all fucking fear based, man. Yeah, I don't like the fear. That's I don't like when people leave like fear. that at all, man. That's like, I agree with Christians. I I love them, you know. But I'm I'm not gonna sit here saying like, if you don't repent and give your life to Jesus, then your soul's damned to hell. It's like, dude, that's fucking fear. That was created by man. Okay, yeah, you know what? Science says that too. If you don't take this vaccine, you're going to die. It's going to be a cold Yes. If you don't take this pill, you're going to have depression. If you don't do this, you're going to gain weight. Like, There's so many things. If you can't quit, whatever it is, man, there's so many things, like whether it's religion, but pharmaceutical companies and science on the other other end are doing it just as much, but they get they have way more money and be, exactly. way more in your life. You're like, let's separate religion from schools. How about we separate corporations from schools? People yeah. Are, and like, oh man, it's so crazy how deep it goes. You just have to find your own fucking way to be set free from everything that this fucking world is bombarding you with, man. That's my main message. It's like, whether it's Jesus or, 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 or Buddha or fucking Muhammad or the Imam Mahdi or Kali, the, the, the destroyer or whatever, dude, just be set free and love your fellow man and treat them like you want to be treated, dude. There's no other way, man. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, absolutely. The golden, 
rules, I think. The golden rules sums up all the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah, you got to just be practice abundance. Um, but I, yeah, you can't be. Um, I would also like to point to Aesop's fables. You can't be too nice or too kind or naive. Like, don't be fooled. Um, people who know how to manipulate and people who are taking advantage, they use honey too, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the devil doesn't always use a whip. Like, don't be fooled if you get someone's like too nice to you. Sometimes when people are being nice, they're trying to hurt you. So, uh, oh, they have an agenda, right? Agenda, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, sometimes it's like, oh, they love me, they're doing unto others, and then in reality, they're just trying to fuck you over. So, right, it's a, it's a crazy world. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm waiting for that woman to come into my life where it's like she has no agenda and I have no agenda, like my twin flame, right? Yeah, certainly. It's like, dude, we could just vibe together and like have conversations like you and I are having, right? Mm-hmm. And just, you know, not have to worry about all the physical bullshit. Like the the material world to me is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, by now it's dead to me, dude. Because I've mm-hmm. lost so much from my transitioning from my ex uh, relationship. Yeah. To getting putting all my shit in storage. Uh, uh-huh. Like my retro games, like I love old games like NES, Super NES, yeah. uh, Wii, whatever. Uh, my CD collection, I'm a big music nerd. Cool. Uh, my vinyl, uh, some clothing, and it got broken into and everything got fucking stolen. Jesus Christ. And that really hurt me. But at the same time, I felt like the like God or the creator was like, you need to learn to let go of this shit. Oh yeah, too attached, bro. Attachment is the yeah, craziest yeah. thing. And I, 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 I unattached myself from the material, and to to the point where I'm like, I'm fucking ready, dude. I'm ready to like transition into that spirit realm by now, you know. Certainly, it's a different world when, uh, yeah, man, you generate um, interactions differently. <clears throat> and I've been, excuse me, I've been uh, resonating. You, you notice people coming up and interacting with you and this is a joke i make but it's all it's it's rather true but uh wherever i go generally homeless people feel rather comfortable talking to me interacting with me disabled people feel rather comfortable walking up and interacting with me. yeah so it's one of those weird things where people i i don't know why but i'm always selected by uh some of these special souls to uh be you know to have these interactions with. So it's funny how that works out. That's great, dude. Like sometimes I'll have like, um, I'll go to the drive through in the morning at like Tim Hortons, like the, the big coffee shop up here. Lucky. What time? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> and then I'll get like, they'll fuck up my sandwich. So I'll go back through the drive through and I'll say, you fucked up my sandwich. They'll give me another Goddamn one. wage slaves. <laughs> right. And no, I'm not. I'm not angry about it. I'm like, oh, you guys messed it up. Can, like, like, do you want this one back? They're like, no, keep it. And we'll give you what you ordered, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd keep. I'd keep telling them they. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I go up the uh, the highway and I get out to the overpass at the red light. And there's always a fucking homeless person there, right? Little, little sign. Yeah. And I'm like, I got no money on me, dude. I got no cash, but you can feel free to have this sandwich, you know. Like, oh my god, that's even better, you know. So I think that's what it's about. Like vibing with homeless people is fucking awesome. I do it all the some time. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah, some of them are really fucking like yeah. 
crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not. <laughs> obviously, that we got a mental health problem that's uh-huh. rampant because they used to be institutionalized. the The resources aren't being distributed necessarily correct. Oh, uh, it's, it, the problems are so many to that you know. And this is the problem: we can send, and I bitch about this quite a bit, forty billion uh, in the United States to Ukraine, uh, but we don't have any money for these fucking homeless people and it drives me absolutely nuts. There, there's and no I, yeah there's no money for fucking um i got a great know, mental health yeah right? i got a great i got a great plan for these homeless people you want to hear there's a big empty spot in nevada it's called a desert and we're gonna build a little city and we just build a little city and we help you know and it's got schools and resources and you know it's just kind of a way and it creates an economy and in fact, we, you know what? Now that I think about it, there's probably a lot of abandoned casinos. And think about this. There's so much. You don't even need to build things in America. There's already things that have been built. We could just already house these people. Uh, there are abandoned casinos. Um, and you wonder why these things aren't happening. Because you got to walk over in Seattle, a homeless person, you know, kind of kick their tent aside as you open to get into your Starbucks. And you wonder why our government's sending forty billion dollars to Ukraine. It's kind of a it, weird world to live in, huh? It makes no fucking sense to me, man. Well, we got empty casinos, dude. Right? Abandoned. And I'm being honest. Like you, you, you know, terribles. Have you been to these the states, as they say? Yeah, I've been to the states. Yeah, a few times. Uh, there's this gas station company called Terribles in Las Vegas. Well, they have a casino, but it's currently Terribles. Owned. Yeah, Terribles. It's spelt like terrible, like T-E-R-R-I. My God, okay. And uh, anyways, they have an abandoned (laughs) casino with a roller coaster. Um, But like, why don't we just put all like, like help the homeless people there? It's it's already ready. Yeah, put them there. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's just so confusing why we can't solve these problems. But what we can do is kill Russians. That's what we can do really well. Fuck me, man. People can't fucking think, man. You know, they get on board with the same fucking bullshit. Like, oh, I'm going to put a Ukrainian flag on my car. It's like, dude, think about what you're fucking doing. Fuck Ukraine is what I say. Dude, I could give a fuck about that. (laughs) Fucking money laundering capital. Yeah. I care more about the homeless people in America than I do about Ukrainians. Yeah. And same here, like. Uh, but hey, what uh, which what topics should we uh, transition into? Oh fuck, I don't know, man. Like, have you ever like have you ever uh, do you smoke do you smoke weed? Uh, well, I'm medically prescribed, so I take edibles or I vaporize. Uh, smoke typically in the way it's usually consumed. No, I can't. I don't use that form. But yes, yeah, yeah. I take. I don't either, uh, but I do take um, THC oil, like drop oh, nice. it under under my tongue. Awesome, awesome, right? Great, but I have an old uh, friend who, him and his wife, they would take, they would like slow down their shutter speed on their camera, and when they blow the smoke out, they would take pictures, and you could see clean, plain as day faces and shapes in the smoke really fucking wild i was trying to like google that shit and i couldn't find anything 
but they had like a whole photo book that they like developed their photos and shit, right? And it's all wow. like crazy fucking faces and shapes and forms, man. And it's all random, right? What do you think that is? Yeah, what do you think that is? Like shapes with the shapes and the smoke and all that stuff. Um, I think it, it could be a number of things, really. Uh, essentially, I think that uh, the wind or everything around you could be, in some sense, its own entity, right? So right. smoke and anima, and, like, does it have a soul? Sure, perhaps, right? I don't fucking know. My my Western science brain tells me the only thing that has a consciousness or a brain is me and humans, human. perhaps, yeah. but and, and you know, humans and rats maybe. But the, the reality is maybe trees have a consciousness. Maybe smoke has a consciousness. Maybe the wind. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Uh, I really do. I'd like to believe that. What do I? You know, I'd like to believe that more than myself. There's something way bigger than myself. In, yeah. In short, right? I think that's obvious to me anyway. Yeah. And it, and I don't understand how oxygen works. I can't see it. Or air. Um, but maybe oh. that's an entity, right? Like maybe it's well, its own thing. Yeah, the word spirit itself means breath. Yeah. It's so like if we have a – we are a soul – we are not okay. You know how they say like you don't have a soul; you are a soul, right? Certainly. Breathe from your meat bag. So sure. you're yeah, breathing out like yourself into the the ether, right? Absolutely. I like to believe, honestly, there is no real distinction between myself and anything I see in, in short, if you think about like the earth, right. Um, as a rock, just imagine that it has tentacles, for example, right. Yeah. Uh, you are one of those tentacles. Um, and you'd like to believe that there's a separation between you and the earth. But in fact, you and I can't name one person one person who has left the earth or like in other words nobody's feet have ever left the ground in other words we are absolutely connected we can lift our foot up um but in some sense we are the earth we're all one we're all just little tentacles and my my personal belief is we're we're walking mushrooms uh, in some sense <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Uh, but there is one man who was historically uh, translated from the flesh into spirit by God. And that was, uh, I believe it was Enoch in the Bible. Yeah, where did he come from, though? Right? Well, he came from where we're going. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm saying in general, though, if you just look at anything from us to a tree right it's obvious the tree has roots but at, a, at one point it was an acorn or seed right right yeah yeah just like you man um just like you so uh, we all like to think of ourselves as separate from the earth right uh but i don't see a distinction between me and anything 
Yeah, that's it's a, all that's one a, entity, right? So that's like very if, important to realize. Yeah, the, especially yeah, if you've done mushrooms, because if you do mushrooms and you break through to the other side, you realize like the trees are fucking breathing just like you are, right? Yeah, well, yeah, there's no difference. Yeah, we we're all connected in so many ways, and like, call it fucking new age or whatever. Call we're it anti-Christ. We're the same I, thing. I, I, new age movement has validity because it's trying to conquer the antichrist system yeah when people like christ or most most when i think about people like religions or christ uh what they what they really have is a buoy right an ideological buoy or a religious vehicle that they cling to right because without that Essentially, they're lost. They'd be a wanderer. They'd have nowhere to go. They could be left behind. And nothing is worse, my friend, than being left behind. But we're, the, the thing that people have to realize is that nobody is alone. Even if they are alone, they're not alone because they have God there. You have yourself. If you were created by God, you're a fractal of God. Therefore, yeah. you're never alone. Yeah, perhaps. Hey, are you familiar with uh, – that's always true, actually, not perhaps. I think that's – what you said is – it rings 100% with me. Um, absolutely. Have you? Are you familiar with Neville Goddard? I've heard the name. So I, I'd write him down. I'd look him up. And uh, his take, if you if you know anybody or if anybody listens to this who's a Christian, his take on the Bible is, is one that I, I don't prescribe by but I definitely enjoy. And uh, he's helped me really appreciate and even take the Bible and pick it up and read it more often. And uh, when it comes to new age and manifestation, he's one person I I like to draw the conversation to um, because what is new age? It's a, it's a lot of different things to a lot of people. And most people, I think, have a hard time describing it. And um, in, in earnest, like what is – it's just one of those things that uh, – what is new age? What is new age to you, Red Pill? Well, people fucking attribute new age to like antichrist. It's like, no, dude. Like, what do you want to still? You want you still want to like be locked into this system? Yeah, you know, like the system that we're living in is the system of the antichrist, right? <clears throat> so when you're trying to break free from that, you're trying to free mm. your mind from all religiosity and bullshit. Are you antichrist? No. Yeah. Christ is so Christ free, and he came to here to set us free, right? Perhaps if you, th- I mean, if you prescribe by that belief system. But that's like that's the thing. Like religiosity and religion itself came uh, was established by the rulers of the antichrist, right? Perhaps. It, yeah, I, that's what I think. Yeah, and they want to like lock our minds into like dogma and re- mm-hmm. religiosity, right? So yeah. you're not free if you subscribe to any religion per se. Well, you, yeah, you could, yeah, I could definitely see that perspective, certainly. So expand on that. Um. Well, what I'd like to kind of think about when it comes to christ or religion um because there's so many different elements when uh 
it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Sure. Be, uh, cause a lot of people, when they look at the LDS church, they, they might even consider, uh, the fact that Mormons or in short, that's what they're called because they have a, a, a third book. They're not really Christians and what they believe in aren't Christians. And some of the things you ref reference are like Gnostic Christianity and, um, which is another thing that's demonized. Yeah, yeah. And so there's all these different, uh, I would say, hosts of thinking that uh, people are attracted to. And they're kind of because at the end of the day, what I have and you have are questions, right? And we want our questions answered. And what a lot of people like to, to sell and present are questions answered, whether it's a religion or maybe it's a, it's a fraternity club, a uh, Freemasonic club, like, uh, you know, the Elks or um, the Eagles or even the Freemasons, like whatever, there's always these groups, right? Who say, I have answers to the questions you have. You know okay. what I mean? So I think the, my whole answer to that at the end of the day is every, every institution doesn't matter what it is. It could be someone who says, Oh, it's, I'm a believer of Christ. It could be this, or it could be that every institution, uh, excuse me, there's a siren in the background, don't know if you can hear it, is corrupted and in some sense false. The real truth is if you want answers, most of the answers in life, the best ones you're ever going to get come from within yourself, right? Which is uh, which is when you start to question things. Yeah, but people are like, oh, read the Bible, you'll get answered. Uh, read uh, the Bhagavad Gita, you'll get answers. Uh, pray and meditate, you'll get answers. And you'll... Those are but, some vehicles to, to some answers. But ultimately, if you want consistent answers for all the questions you face throughout your life, they're always going to come from within. Exactly. Uh, a lot of people are fooled to looking uh, outward. Like, oh, you got to have. And, yeah, they, they're, they're presented with fear of questioning anything that uh, uh, goes against their uh, religious mindset, right? Certainly. Yeah, and, and then in the Bible also it says that uh, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. You get out. How do you get to that point? You have to get out of the religion because even in the Bible it says uh, Jesus was saying, "Like, come out of her, my people. Be not partakers in their iniquities." Right? Certainly, yeah. Dude, it's fucking wild, man. Like, people just can't. Like, I look at the Bible, but I'm not bound to the word to the point where I'm in the religiosity of it. Right. So it's a vehicle for you for sure. Or a tool. I was, I wasn't even, I didn't even grow up religiously. Like my parents never took me to church unless it was a, for a fucking funeral or a wedding. Right. Yeah. I, I dove think in, had my experiences where I needed to dive into it and figure it out. Right. So, and then I got into this, a uh, mindset, a religious mindset, because I was too involved in the Bible, and then I came out of it again, and then I, I realized I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of truth in this book, but it's not the absolute truth because if you look at it from like a um, a literal sense, then you're locked in, but if you look at it from a spiritual perspective, then you can take the good and throw out the bad. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. You take it in piecemeal how you want it. 
And uh, I think ultimately most of the things you're going to find are from within yourself. That's why people like people read the Bible, but when they get answers, it's from their prayers, right? Well, did the prayers come from the Bible or was it with you and yourself? You know what I mean? Well, I think, I think it's a collaboration between you and the creator. Yeah, absolutely. When you're talking right? to yourself, because the creator lives within you. Exactly. That's why it's people are like, oh, what? Everybody's always looking for a guru or answers or I need a, I need this resource where in reality is, and that's what people are meditating on. They're, they're trying to find their own answer to their own problem. You know what 100%. I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes people will make their own problems and they're looking around and they're running around and they're like, Hey, can you solve my problem? And the people they're asking, look at them and say, well, what the fuck are you talking about? You made the damn thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? How could I break that? Look at it. You're, it's unbreakable. I couldn't break that problem. Yeah, you have to break it. Of your own reality, and therefore you have to annihilate the demons that fucking uh, hold you back from doing what you're doing. Uh, everybody has those, you know? Everybody. You can't tell me, you can't come to me and say that you're fucking pure of heart, you know? Oh, yeah. Because nobody is. Right? No, no. And that's why we need that message of Christ to say you are capable of annihilating your own demons and doing what you have to do to live out your purpose. Yeah, it's your responsibility. Yeah. yeah. But it's difficult as fuck. I'll tell you that. It is and very difficult because, because, it, because you, get, you get new challenges every day. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think it, it ever ends. Like, oh, you got rid of that one demon, but guess what? Here's a new one. Seven more come in, right? It's the Hydra, right? Ah. Absolutely, dude. Fucking crazy, man. Like, honestly, like, I, I battle my own own fucking demons every day. And I tell people, like, people talk to me about, like, porn and shit like that, right? I'm like, dude, that's that's on you, man. You know, you're creating your own reality. You got to, if, if you think that's hindering your life, then you got to do something about it, right? Certainly. Yeah, for sure, man. And, like, that's the thing with me, too. Like, porn, porn is fucking devastating man yeah it's a bane upon our existence yeah to like marriages your own self your own life everything um anything alcohol whatever it can be anything could be a detriment to your own spiritual growth but you have to learn how to balance everything oh and that's one of the most difficult things and one of the things i like to point towards is uh, the big thing that's controlling all of these things is at the end of the day, it's called the screen, right? So you get rid of the medium, which is what I'm talking about. And if I'd like to point people to Marshall McLuhan. If they want to better understand what I'm about to butcher, uh, it's Marshall McLuhan. So go to Marshall McLuhan and you'll understand what I'm about to say. But really with the problem, whether it's porn or video games or uh, the fact that you can order fast food on your phone and have it delivered to your house in 15 minutes. It's the fact that we have this medium that controls our life. And this medium is designed, I would say, specifically by uh, those who have very high intellectual capacities. Uh, they designed this machine, this screen, to prey upon us. And what do I mean by that? Uh, mine, my brain was designed to pick up differences or changes in my environment. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what saved me throughout most of life. So 
if anything changed in my environment, probably meant it was a fucking someone, maybe a tiger, maybe a spider. Maybe it was a, a someone trying to stab me in the back. Either way, my brain told me if you pay attention to your environment and how it changes, you'll be rewarded, right? You get to live. So your screen and then and all of our screens change so fast, our brain is just hardwired to pay attention to it. Just well, especially with algorithms now. Well, AI, not even right? it's not even algorithms. It's just the screen itself, right? Just how fast right, the it black changes. mirror. Yeah, it is the black mirror. It's it's hypnotic. And a lot of people don't even understand that because they'll argue what you're looking at. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a video game. It doesn't matter if it's your Instagram feed. It doesn't matter if it's porn. It's the fucking screen we're talking about, folks. It's the goddamn medium. And if you really want to understand what I'm talking about, go back to Marshall McLuhan. And if you even want to understand even further, I'll reference a Canadian. These are all Canadians. So this should resonate with you. Marshall McLuhan's a Canadian. The next person I'm going to reference is a Canadian. His name's Harold Enos. Um, and check him out. And he wrote a book called uh, "What uh, Methods of Communication, something like that. Uh, so all of these individuals help me understand how the, the development of communication progressed to the point to where now we have technology, right? Red belt, Davy, Wavy, that actually – is designed almost it's almost seems like alien technology right you look at the screen and it it's almost like the batman movie with george clooney and the uh what's his name jim carrey's the riddler and the screen's hypnotizing you it, it, it'd be fucked up but it's true that that is what the your screen does and it doesn't matter if it's a tv it doesn't matter if it's uh your cell phone these screens project light on you and it changes your brain waves um, changes oh, how you think. I couldn't agree with you more on that one. And so it's kind of fucked up, man. And um, there's a lot of things we could talk about. Like, yeah, we all have all these problems with how we use the screen, but this screen is becoming normalized and it controls our life. Uh, at the end of the day, it's kind of the most fucked up part. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. A lot of a lot of the things that we're talking about, um, I think there's nothing new under the sun. Obviously, right? Certainly. But, like, I hear a lot of people saying, like, I don't want to get people on. I don't want to have, like, an echo chamber on my podcast. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter what you say or do. You're living in a fucking echo chamber, dude. You know? Yeah. Like, but are you getting that message out? That's the main thing. Right? So, fuck. It's, it's hard, man, because I, I feel like I could talk to you for, like, 16 hours and not have a dull moment you know what i'm saying absolutely imagine if like you and i were on coke or something we'd be like blah, 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 blah. <coughs> it'd be a good time yeah dude <laughs> but i think we're gonna wrap it up because it's fucking i think we're like on like two hours or something no way yeah probably more than that oh you're on east coast time huh yeah i'm EST. yeah oh it's on like you to uh plug away my I'll plug away. hey um i don't really have anything to plug you could just find me provo kid not uh expert in anything but um if, if i could plug myself i'd say check marshall McLuhan, harold enos uh a couple authors i really enjoy uh red pill cartel like listen follow subscribe to him and uh i guess I got, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Davey wavy. 
and I, I can't wait to talk to you again. Dude, we're, we're de- I'm definitely going to have you back on because this is this is what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Like, just steady flow of consciousness, unfluoridated consciousness, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I love that title. That, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, and your fucking videos are awesome, and I encourage all my listeners to check out the fucking Provo Kid, man. God bless you. And uh, hey, uh, one other one other plug, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like to uh, tinfoil hat. Uh, my family thinks I'm crazy, and any other truth to the broadcast. Anybody else? Any other podcast you like, Davey Wavy? Yeah, the uh, the Great Deception podcast Perfect. with Matt T. Uh, uh, Amit's Corner. Love He's a fucking awesome guy. Uh, uh, Ghost, my friend Ghost, uh, his show is called My Third Eye. Uh, my friend uh, Julia, who runs the Cosmic Peach podcast. She's beautiful. She has awesome topics. Uh, you name it, dude. Ryan Dean from the Dangerous World podcast. Uh, he's got some great merch. Everything, man. Like, yeah, I th- thank you for asking me this because I don't do this enough. I don't plug other shows enough. Yeah, well, they're all great, and I love everybody you mentioned, and uh, just a great community. And anybody out there trying to speak in their voice, I'm all for it because this is a time where uh, everybody needs to kind of chip in and uh, say what they think. So I appreciate you having me, Davey, and uh, it's been a blessing. Absolutely, brother. God bless, man. Hey, uh, and hey, God bless. Have a wonderful evening. You too, man. And uh, give your wife some love from me. Absolutely. (laughs) Later, man. Whoa, there is a weird sound just now. Nigel doesn't know what that was. What the fuck was that, Davey? I don't know, dude. That was kind of weird. Uh, It sounded like a breath in the room somewhere. I don't know. That was weird. What do you think, Nigel? I don't know. Maybe we are uh, uh, attaching some ghosts to our lives uh, from the past, you know. I don't know. Uh, pretty fucking weird. But anyway, uh, uh, Davey, uh, what did you think of uh, Mr. Uh, Chance Blakelock coming on tonight? Uh, the the uh, Provo kid from Utah, you know? Dude, he's fucking awesome. And you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode because... Uh, it was it was very special to me, just like every episode, you know. It's very special to me, and, and to Nigel as well. What do you think, Nigel? Yes, uh, Provo kid, uh, he he knows his shit, you know. He he uh, is very uh, very up there in the consciousness uh, level, like you and I, baby, right? Uh, you know, what do you think, baby? Yeah, I mean, like I'm I don't profess to know anything, and either does Provo. Uh, chance right so i think we just vibed on a deep level and it was, it was an amazing time and i thank him a lot thanks thanks a lot chance man we're gonna get back together again another time uh nigel will book you in book you back in for another time yes uh you know davy does me uh he davy makes me do all his fucking bullshit for the show you know but uh, i do it happily you know davy you know davy I, I do it happily uh i don't dislike my job or anything but uh 
you know, um, I'm very thankful to, uh, you know, think outside of the box, so to speak, you know, so I uh, really appreciate what you did for me, uh, getting me out of the, the back of the truck from, uh, the old uh, Mexican farmer who was uh, beating me with his fucking hickory stick all day. Yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't do that to you, right? I know, I know, I know, and that's why I'm very thankful, uh, Daddy, and I love you, and uh, we love Chance Biglock, uh, the Provo Kid, and uh, I love you too, Davy. Well, thank you, Nigel. You're on good vibes tonight. Yes, uh, you know, you, you put me on the good vibe, you know, you know, Davy. Anyway, um, uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, Nigel, get to it. <laughs> okay, uh, anyway, we, we love you, Cartel, uh, we don't like to do ads anymore, uh, you just go into the show notes and, you know, if you want Owl Creek Coffee, uh, put in the, you know, the fucking promo code, uh, Cartel15 and buy the coffee and get that good coffee in you, you know, uh, pesticide free, uh, uh, 10% of proceeds go to people who have uh, muscular dystrophy and uh, that's all you know like we have to we have to love one another like you know like like uh, Jesus loved everybody you know and without judgment and without uh, you know fucking bullshit right so anyway Nigel that was well said uh, 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 well, thank you, Davy. Uh, thank you for interrupting me. But anyway, I wanted to say I love you, Cartel, and Davy loves you, and uh, we really hope you enjoy the show. And please, if you can, you know, drop some reviews in the Apple or Spotify or anything else, uh, whatever you listen to, Podbean or whatever the fuck, you know. Nigel, watch your language. Davy, what the fuck? You don't even watch your own language. What are you talking to me about? Anyway, uh, drop some reviews uh, because it makes the show grow. It, it makes uh, Nigel get out of the Matrix and Davey as well. And uh, we love you very much, Cartel. And until next time.